Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, uh, my name is Enoch. So uh, I had a near-death experience about two years ago. And uh, I feel like God's been asking me to make this video for a long time now. And uh, I want to be obedient, so I'm going to do that. I'm not used to doing this, so forgive me. It's my first time. Uh, but I want to share this because it's so important that... We do not waste this life and that we do not play games with God because as you look around right now in this world it's not a game there's a lot of pain there's a lot of suffering uh, there's a lot of poverty there's hunger I mean it's just it's bad and um, I used to blame God all the time when I was younger, I just felt like God, if he was real, was just an asshole. So, sorry, Lord. I just wanted to use that word because it portrays what I thought of him at the time. I thought that he was just some... If there was a God... First of all, <clears throat> I didn't believe in God. I think I prayed to God like two times... I was like eight, nine, something like that. Uh, I didn't grow up in a religious house. Uh, my mom always believed in God, but she didn't really go to church too much. And she did not have a relationship with Jesus. Uh, she, um, but she believed. She believed there was a God. She knew there was a God. And she prayed when she needed help. And she was thankful for the things that she got in life. My father, however, he was not, at least I did not see him as being religious. I didn't see him as even being a believer. Uh, he was one of those guys who cared more about, you know, money, cars, um, women. I'm not going to get into that. My, my parents are divorced at a young age. Um, and so I, uh, I give you a quick background on who I was. Uh, I'm not going to take too long. I don't want this video to be more than 15 minutes. Um, I don't want to. I just I want to get this message across. So I'm going to try to be quick and thorough. And if you guys want me to be more specific, I can make more videos. So okay. So I grew up. Uh, my mom and dad they got divorced when I was about seven. Um, I knew my dad for maybe about four years out of my life. Uh, because when I was born, I broke my leg when I was like one year old and my mom and dad left to go to Canada at the time. 
uh, so I didn't see them until I was like three and a half. So I was only with my parents, with my mom and dad together for like three, four years. So then they got divorced, um, of course, adultery, um, cheating on one another. And um, <clears throat> and I just kind of grew up, you know, I was a nice kid. I got bullied a lot in school, um, you know, but I was the big kid who always got bullied. I don't want to fight kids. I never thought that fighting was the right way to solve a problem. And I had a lot of anger built up in me. So I think really what I was afraid of was if I was to fight, um, I would probably hurt somebody because I wasn't a weak kid. I just wasn't a confrontational person. And uh, what happened was I grew up, uh, I grew up basically atheist uh, slash agnostic. So I guess in a way I thought, okay, well, something, I always knew that something created everything. I didn't believe it came out of nothing. So I'm not an atheist and I, I wasn't an atheist because I never believed that something came from nothing. I believe that something created everything, but I didn't really, um, I didn't believe it was God right? Not, not the traditional sense. That was like aliens or something, right? But then who created them, right? So I don't know. Anyway, my, I, my mind wasn't on that. I grew up, my mind was on porn, um, you know, girls, sports, video games. Later on in my 20s, uh, threesomes, uh, mid-20s, threesomes, uh, drugs, ecstasy molly cocaine uh you know smoke smoke weed every day <laughs> it's bad um felt that stuff made me feel so empty uh chronic depression most of my life after my parents got divorced um just i thought i was a good person though i was nice to my friends i tried to help them out when they needed help um so in terms of like you know looking around at others, you know, never murdered nobody. Uh, you know, I, I was faithful in my relationships. Uh, I wasn't cheating on my girlfriends, uh, while we were dating. Uh, you know, I tried to be a nice guy and, um, compare myself to others. I guess I was a nice person. Right. But really what it comes down to after my experience, I learned that there is no one good, not one, um, when we compare ourselves to the creator, we are all just dirt. So anyway, so I let's get to the, the near death. So I just wanted to give you that background on who I was. And that's just a really general, I'm, there's a lot more complicated than that. But anyway, so at the time we were kind of messing around with drugs and uh, my girlfriend at the time, she, uh, who's my wife now, my girlfriend, she was like, oh, let's do this one drug. And I'm not gonna say what it is here on the internet because I don't want people to go and take the dosage I took to seek for this kind of experience. So uh, we were supposed to have enough to do it like two times or three, like two or three different times. So like this was for that time, we had it for two or three more times. But I guess I took I took the amount I was supposed to, the normal dosage, and I wasn't feeling it. So I was like, I'm just going to take the rest of it. So I ended up doing the whole, uh, all of it. I ended up doing my share for the next two times or whatever and my girlfriend's share because she was feeling it and I ended up doing the rest. She warned me, said, don't do it. Uh, she said, don't, don't do that amount. You know, you're not supposed to, it's not good because you know, they, they can be poison. Um, it, it is dangerous to an extent if you take too much. 
And I just, you know, I didn't, I was trying to be macho and, and I was try. I thought like, oh, I'm big guy. I'm, I'm, you know, I got a weight on me. I can, I can take a bigger dose. You know, I need a bigger dose, big man. Anyway, so, <laughs> so stupid. Anyway, so I, um, so I ended up taking this large amount and next thing I know, my breathing, my breathing start, starts, starts going. So it's like I felt, I don't have asthma, but I felt like I was having an asthma attack because I've spoken to people who've had asthma. And it felt like um, my breathing was slowing down, but at the same time, I felt like I could not breathe. So I felt like my throat was tightening up and I started getting really warm and I started having a feeling of um, like dissociation, I guess. I, I couldn't, I was starting to feel really weird couldn't associate with myself and, and I just I felt really out of it I can't find the word I, I felt like I was dying and then I started freaking out I tried to get something to drink because uh, I was smoking pot at the same time when we were doing this drug and my throat was really dry but on top of it being dry plus not being able to breathe it was just horrible and I, I started to feel like I was going to black out I couldn't breathe um, I started panicking and then next thing you know I just remember coming out of my body. So like felt like I went whoop, just just right out, like out of out of my head. It was weird. And I remember feeling like I was a part of everything. Like I was connected to my wife, which is my girlfriend at the time, but to my girlfriend, to my mom, to my best friend, to a tree. Like I it was weird. I felt like I was connected to the whole environment, to everything. And um, which which was the reason why I went into Buddhism after my near-death experience, um, because I felt like kind of what Buddhism describes, but it's not true. It's a lie. It's a lie from the pit of hell. Don't believe it. Um, and I'll explain that later, maybe in another video. I'll, I'll go more into it. So anyway, so I, so I ended up coming out of my body, and I remember uh, looking down at my body, and I'm looking at myself, and I see my girlfriend next to me, and I'm like, whoa okay what what is going on like how is this possible how am i seeing myself you know because i didn't believe i thought that when you died it was probably just nothing just that's it end of existence you know um so so i had no idea i had a soul and so i'm in my soul and I'm looking at my body and i'm freaking out well actually at the time i wasn't freaking out actually i, I was just confused so so I, as I'm looking at this, there's like a flash of light kind of and like a film reel opens up before me. And it's kind of like a life review in a way. And I don't remember it. I know it happened, but I vaguely remember it now. It's been too long. And, and certain things, when you come out of your body and you have near-death experience, certain, certain memories are taken away from you. Um, but I know that I saw my life flash before my eyes. And I saw like myself as a baby and then up to that point, up to that point. Uh, and then what happened next was I actually ended up going through a black tunnel. And as I went through this black tunnel, I felt like I was going down. And, and I, it didn't feel like I was going to like a different dimension or something. No, no, no. It felt like I was just going down, deep underground. Like going down, falling down. And I remember that... Uh, clearly remember falling down and feeling like I'm coming through a black tunnel and then I end up falling down this pit and as I'm falling down this pit I'm looking up and I feel like there's like 
It looked like the veins of a tree or something, like the roots of a tree. I don't know how to explain it, but it felt like it was like a dead tree, like the tree was dead. Uh, there was color, I think, in the leaves, but it was like so dim, the color, and it was almost like the colors were dead. They just were so faint. Uh, they weren't bright at all. There was like no life. And I remember like falling down, 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 and then I... And then I just kind of like laid there on the ground in this, the best way to explain it was like a pit of blackness, just like a void. And I, um, and after that, I, I was just laying there and I could feel the energy of my, of my soul just like pulsating through. And I felt like my whole body was vibrating. And so, uh, I started to try to think and I was like, okay think think and my brain wasn't working I had I had like no memories I couldn't see and that's actually the Bible uh, actually in the, in the Bible I was which I've read it says that uh, that there's the land of forgetfulness so I was in this place and I, I I couldn't see any I couldn't see anything really and I could not uh, I could not like think so my mind wasn't working Help me, Lord. okay so as as I'm doing this as I'm laying there and my mind's not working, I'm trying to think. My it's it's not it's not working. I feel like I'm disconnected from my mind, uh, and and I'm trying to remember this life, and I'm like vaguely grasping on to the idea that I am me and that I had a mother and that I had a girlfriend and that I had friends, but I couldn't really make out their faces, and I just remember trying to hold on to that. I was regretting too. I felt like regret. And I just felt like regret and I was regretting and what I did, I was regretting my life. I was regretting my decisions. And I remember just thinking, man, my mom and my girlfriend are gonna be so, so sad. And I, and I was thinking like, oh, please send me back. I just want another chance. And then it was like, like, I just went right back through the tunnel. And then I went up, 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 and then I just woke up in my body. But that wasn't it. Because when I woke up in my body, I woke up in the same bed that I was looking at when I was out of my body. Right? So now I was in it. But I get up, and I look in the mirror to my left, because there's a mirror next to the bed where we were at. And I'm looking at myself, and I look exactly the way I look now, you know. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And just as bad looking. So, <laughs> and uh, and uh, I'm like looking at myself, and I'm like, okay, I'm back. At least I thought I was. 
I was in for a rude awakening. I got scared out of my mind when I realized what was happening. I looked in the mirror. I looked in the window. It was pitch black darkness. No night, just blackness. And then I'm like, I get up. I look down the hallway towards the bathroom. And there's like nobody around. And I'm like, where's my girlfriend? Where are my dogs? And then I walk out of the bedroom. I'm sorry. I walk out of the bedroom into the looking towards the bathroom in the hallway. And then I take a right. And at that point, there's the living room and then the kitchen to the left. And I walk into the kitchen. And remember, in the bedroom, there's like pure pitch black, right? It's just dark. There's And we have no... Uh, no shutters or anything like that so you can just see out the window it's just black but in the kitchen it's daylight but it's not like uh it's not like normal sunlight it was like white light like bright and then i got scared because i'm like okay that's not natural and i started feeling like wait a second i i'm i'm still not in my body and i started realizing i was in this house where i had died um but I'm not actually in it. Like, cause I can, let me get my thoughts together. I just want I don't want to take too long, but I want to explain this cause it's scary. Um, so, so I started realizing in my soul that I'm here, I'm not getting out. Like I had that thought, like I'm not getting out. I, I wasted my life. I'm here now. This is my prison. I'm not getting out. Um, and I, and I got really, really scared and I had a lot of anxiety and I started to, uh, try to go towards the window, uh, toward, towards the, the kitchen went to the kitchen door. Okay. To get out. Cause that's how you leave the house. And I couldn't, I felt like something was blocking me to go through the light. And then when I want, and then I felt something was calling me back into the bedroom, like a voice, but I didn't want to go back in the bedroom because I was scared because it was so dark. And so I was sitting there in the kitchen, just scared and just in, 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 just sorrowful. And, uh, I mean, it was horrible. It was like torment. And I, and I started crying out, like, help me, someone help me, you know, please, God, God help me. Right. We all cry out to God when we really need him. And, um, my soul knew there was a God and, and I knew I was not in right standing with God. I had messed up. I've done some stupid things and I had never asked for forgiveness. I had never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord. Like, you know, but at the time I didn't know these things. I just knew that I was there because I did wrong. And so I called out to God and what happened was I heard a voice and this voice was my girlfriend's voice and she was crying and I could hear her crying and, and crying over my body. And, and I just didn't understand. And I'm like, what the heck? I can hear her, but I can't see her. And so I think, okay, I'm, not, I'm, I'm dead or I'm in the process of being dead. And she's trying to wake me up. And so I start asking for help. God, help me. Give me a second chance. And as I start praying, um, I heard a voice say, get up and wake up. And I don't know if that was my imagination or if it was God. I'm assuming it was God. I don't know. But I heard, get up and wake up. And I had an urge to start pounding on my chest. So I started pounding on my chest. And I like, because you do that when you resuscitate someone. And so I started pounding on my chest. And at this point, I'm just like eagerly pounding on my chest, hoping maybe I can like spiritually resuscitate myself somehow. I don't know. It was stupid. But I'm doing this. And as I'm doing this, I felt like because I was fighting for my life, 
God wanted to see if I really wanted a second chance. And so even though it was silly, I was fighting for my life. And as I'm fighting for my life and pleading with God, I started to feel like I'm coming back to my body. And as I felt like I was about to come back to this world, like I don't explain it. It's like you're connected still when you're not fully dead. And it's like you have an ability to get back in. And I almost felt like I was going to get back in because I started getting glimpses of my girlfriend yelling at me like in the kitchen at my body. It was weird. And I, and I, uh, I, I, I blacked out and then I woke up in the bed again. When I woke up in the bed again, I realized that I was back in that same house. It's dark outside in the bedroom. I get up. It's, it's light in the kitchen and I'm reliving it all over again. And this was like Groundhog Day. It just continued over. I'll go through the same process, cry out to God, try to remember who I was, no memory, no recollection, totally devoid of my, my, my past experiences. Just know that I'm me. I messed up and now I'm here. And it just kept on going over and over. And I, and I relived this moment, this terror for like, I don't know, it was like between 8 and 16 years. It felt like forever. felt like forever. And there, there's no time. Time is so different when you come out of your body. When you are in a different, when you're out of your body, time is not the same. Like time goes so much more different here. Over there, it's so slow. And uh, that, you know, I think God is outside of time. So I wasn't by God, so I wasn't outside of time, but I was in a very slow time. So everything went by very slow, and it took, felt like forever. So anyway, long story short, I eventually kept doing the crying out to God, begging the Lord, kept asking Him for a second chance. And I knew I had wasted my life, and eventually went through this process over and over again. And at one moment, I remember waking up in bed, but this time, it was daytime in the bedroom, and my wife who was my girlfriend at the time is sleeping next to me and I get up and I felt like so stiff and I guess because like when your heart's not pumping enough blood to your brain you're not you know when you're like dying uh, you get like rigor mortis right the blood doesn't flow right so I was super stiff I felt really stiff like I felt like I was like a ton of bricks and I got up out of the bed real slow and I remember being so thankful that I was alive given a second chance and at that point my journey started and I started seeing